served in a forward area? Don't ask me. Ask China that question. Ever put your life... Maybe that's a question you should ask China. I have been expecting you. A new political regime is planned. Hello, folks. How's everybody doing? Hey, how's everybody it's, doing? How's doing everything? Great. We just had to play. This is show number 224. And what we are doing is just playing some clips from... What we've been airing here since April 15th of 2020, and we have a lot more clips. I, I could spend a half hour just set, just playing some of the audio clips and some of the comical episodes we've made up and some of the intros and some of the music that we've been able to enjoy and share here on the – which is now the Andy and Amanda show. I think the first thing we heard was our original show, which is the Andy Kimball Lloyd Booker show that started back in April of last year. And, uh, and we changed our, our format and our show in, in July, and Amanda Love has joined us and has been with I us. And now we, okay, there she is. And, and, we, bring, <laughs> and we bring you the, the – we're the only show. We're the only show that actually brings you the U.K. perspectives on the news, current events, and whatever's on our mind. And yeah. you want to say together in one enjoyable, entertaining, we hope um, – podcast live broadcast we are are we live right now yeah, we are live our number yes we're, i forgot we were live we're hey andy live. can you can you can believe you? that me and amanda was callers in the beginning callers you were both callers on the show on the lloyd booker andy kimber was andy whatever it was, it was called ebony and ivory it was called the ebony and ivory show um and you guys are both callers and 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 ike we had the ike show god i gotta bring back yeah. some other shows and we gotta play some excerpts and and for our listeners now because we are we are um, now distributed through mass podcast distribution channels and it'll be very cool to play some of the excerpts and how this show actually evolved from last april and some of the crazy things that we've done that that our listeners who are joining us now for let's say the first time or or you know surely you know maybe the first couple of times whatever it might be um have not heard that we did way back with the uncle ike show and all that kind of stuff so it's been it's been a a, a fun time a wild ride a lot of fun a lot of laughs and some some sad and 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 quite depressing and yeah and um and upsetting and and horrible depressing (laughs) 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 sorry about that you probably heard me um Chewing my cat out. Sorry, on air. I apologize. You were hitting your cat on the air? Somebody called the animal police on this guy. No, play. I was just talking to him and everything. I apologize. Oh, so, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't hear much. You, I, think you said I, I didn't hear it either. I didn't hear that's it what I say now. Yeah, so we have that's Cornell Butler. I got to introduce Cornell. Cornell Butler. Thank you. Hey. Hey. Uh, Cornell, yes. uh, who is who is Cornell? Butler, Maybe that's exactly? a question you should ask China. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows yes. here. Oh. Um, Cornell is our show coordinator, and he's in Delaware. And if you uh, you can look, uh, how do how does one contact you, Cornell? For well, actually, the only thing they gotta do is go on Google Cornell Dex Butler and uh, pop up. You're there. Yeah. Really? It's that simple. I'll yeah. be doing I didn't know. I, I had no idea. I had no yeah. idea. You know, I pop up too here and there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. I've been known to pop up okay. every now and then. Not not mm-hmm. as much now as I used to when I was a younger child, a younger guy. You know. <laughs> I still do pop up figures. I hear those pop up shops have become quite a, a thing now, so boys might be in for a chance. There. <laughs> hey, you know, you know. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll pass. My pop up days is over. <laughs> Hey, be, before, we go, be, before we go on with the news, uh, I want to talk about sports, which is something we don't touch too too often here. I don't know how many um, around the world, or especially here in the United States, uh, caught the Kansas City Chiefs game yesterday against the Buffalo Bills, where Andy Reid, who's former Eagles head coach, team is destined to go into Super Bowl for the second time, which will be held in the city of Tampa on February 11th, and for the first time in 55 Super Bowls, Tampa Bay 
is going to be playing the Super Bowl in their hometown. Never happened before. Never happened. You know, this, the Super Bowl changes locations every year. This year it's in Tampa, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers happen to be in the Super Bowl in their own hometown Ooh. after beating um, the the Buffalo uh, Bills. I guess they beat. Yes, yes, they beat the Bills. Yeah, they beat the Bills. So that happened yesterday. Two fun games. Two good games. Two real good football games. Who those of you who are into football and. Um, Super Bowl is going to be February 11th and will feature halftime entertainment by Andy Kimball, by Cornell Butler, by Amanda Love. No, um, we, we should make sure to get you – because we're going to do a halftime show. But anyway, aside from that, uh, Molly Cyrus is going to be uh, among the several other halftime performers at this year's Super Bowl. And also I may want to add that um, the NFL has invited 7,500 – uh, first responsible frontline workers who are nurses uh, uh, fighting the uh, coronavirus, you know, working in hospitals, uh, working with patients who are so affected. Um, they, they've they sent them as the guest of the NFL passes to the Super Bowl. And uh, you'll be seeing, Aww. I think it's 7,500 7, nurses and physicians, I believe, uh, as well. Uh, attending in person the Super Bowl, and I'm sure there'll be some kind of ceremony um, uh, along in in tribute to their incredible um, you know efforts and courageousness. Yeah. And I think it's just a wonderful thing that the NFL has that's done. That's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Aww. I'm so happy. Yes. Yeah, isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> it is wonderful. So, things that are in the news that we're that we're talking about uh, today is the um, well, we want to get the TV licenses. In the UK, and we're gonna have uh, we got it. That's something you and well, well, well uh, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, I, you know what, Andy? Yeah, I understood uh, what you said. You said that we were gonna get the TV license and try to get that straightened out. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly no problem. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Cornell. Yeah. No yes. problem. Um, <laughs> Chief Justice John Roberts will not be presiding over the um, the Senate trial, or the, or the um, I guess you'd call it that, um, uh, like he did for Trump's first impeachment. That is John Roberts, the uh, Chief Justice, uh, normally the, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, presides over an impeachment conviction trial by the Senate. But since the president is not, the, he's no longer president, uh, that doesn't apply. So. According to our sources that are familiar with the matter, um, Senator Patrick Leahy, uh, who was the president pro temp of the Senate, is expected to preside. And that's the news that we've heard here on, on the Andy Amanda show, and I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Um, president Biden said Monday that he expects that the U.S. will soon be able to vaccinate 1.5 million people a day, raising the bar by roughly 500,000 more vaccines than its original target of 1 million per day in its first 100 days in office. Uh, Biden further said that the U.S. could surpass that initial target in about three weeks. Uh, so impressed. I'm so impressed with this guy. He's, only, he's been in office less than a week, and we'll talk more about his accomplishments and what he's done in his executive orders later, orders later on. Um, the new president, Biden, and his first lady, Dr. Jill Biden, they settled in at the White House over the weekend. And why did it take five days? Because uh, the Trump family and party and those visiting, they've been known not to, you know, still thinking the coronavirus was a hoax and they haven't been very uh, steadfast regarding precautions. Uh, so they, they deep cleaned and deep sanitized the entire White House. It took five days to do it before Joe wow. Biden and family could move in. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. So, uh, so the... Yeah, the Biden and extended family uh, um, moved into the uh, to the White House, and what uh, White House staffers have said is the residence has life again. <clears throat> you can take that however you'd like wow. to take it, as compared That's to beautiful. what has occupied the White House previously, or however you want to take it is up to you. Um, mm. But it, it's the honey. They're calling it the honeymoon period, where everything feels new and fresh, and. Um, Joe Biden uh, fired the uh, day of inauguration the chief usher of the White House who uh, Melania Trump hired um, because he was formerly the uh, head maitre d' of the Trump Hotel in Washington, and he was let go. He wanted to stay, but Biden would hear nothing of it, and they uh, have yet to hire a chief usher in the interim, the second-in-command usher. I, I don't know. That's not the right words. However you call that, the the under 
you know, the second person online, the, the uh, yeah. assistant chief uh, yeah. is taking responsibility, <laughs> the responsibilities. Not that we care, but uh, whoever it is, I hope they have a good time. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and an important heads up, I want to get this word out for all iPhone owners. I do not own an iPhone. I'm the only one in my family who does not. I think oh, you're the family. Um, listen to I this. I think you're the only one in the whole world, Andy. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I want everybody. I want everybody to um, to hear uh, this. I want everybody to hear this for sure, without fail. Spreading it, okay? I'm spreading the news. I'm doing my best, okay? All right? Okay, I'm okay, doing everything. Okay. This is the Andy Demander show, okay? I don't know who's listening, but I'm doing my part <laughs> in spreading the news, okay? All right? The three of you Wait who are out there listening to us, the three of you, all right? All right? Listen up, listen up. Right? <laughs> Put your ears right up to your computer speakers, right up to your headset. Do not miss a word of this. This is really important. Um, what, was it, what was I talking about? <laughs> so you an apple? You, you was talking about the license in um, England. <laughs> no, I was just saying something. It was really important. What was it? Um, it was Apple. Um, start spreading the news. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right. iPhone owners. I'm sorry. God. All right. Um, iPhone owners. I'm brief. Apple. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I guess you're waiting for this incredible news. I just want to give people time to get close to the computer speakers to hear it. Apple, Apple, bleh, Apple is warning customers. Okay, if you're an Apple customer, this is for you. Uh-oh. A smartphone could be could interfere with a medical device, including oh. pacemakers. So if huh. you're listening to the show to an Apple, if your heart is accelerating, it's not because you're so angry with us. It's because you're listening to an Apple. Yeah, nothing wow. with us. Yeah. It's Next been reported time I'll be that, sure to pick up a banana. <laughs> yes, people who have been listening to the Andy Demander show through their Apple phones have, have been reporting uh, weird goings on with their pacemakers. It's not because of us, it's because of the uh, Apple. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, something. Wow. Is mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I wonder why. Mm. This is something to do with their uh, technology, then, I guess. It must be. Yeah, uh, you can read up on that. Uh, I'm just want to summarize what they've said, and it's just something they've come up with that uh, they're warning customers that uh, their smartphones could, in fact, interfere with several medical devices. But the most important one of those devices, of course, in all seriousness, um, is the pacemaker. So, might you might want to Apple. Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry, sweetheart. I wonder if that's um, the newer models, or they're talking about the old ones as well. Yeah, I, do, I don't know. I, I, mm. I don't know. I don't I'm have an Apple. Yeah, you have to look into that. Look into that yeah. because I did, I did not. Yeah, please look okay. into that and report back to us. Uh, okay. Getting back to what we were talking about before, <laughs> what's this about uh, TV licenses? We we started touching on this on Friday's show for those of you who wow. caught it. Uh, yeah, I've been delving into it, boys, uh, a lot deeper. So um, I apologize to anyone if I repeat myself twice because there's certain bits of information that kind of tie in with each other. So. Let me just explain to you why I have. So I've, I went onto the official website today and um, yeah. I wanted to be sure that everything that I explained to you is accurate and yeah. uh, not just me sat here guessing. So the law says in the UK that you need to be covered by a TV license to watch or record programs as they're being shown on TV. Jeez. On a- no, I'm just yeah. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, on what? any channel... Watch or stream programs live on an online TV service such as an ITV Hub or for YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, Now TV, Sky Go, etc. Uh, download or watch any BBC programs on their iPlayer, which is BBC's official playback service. Um, so this applies to any device you use, including a TV, desktop computer, laptop, what mobile the? phone, what? tablet, what? What? games console, what? digital box, what? or DVD what? VHS recorder. No. Wait. Yes. Yes. No. no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could still need a license even if you don't own a TV, and this is simply what? down to the fact that nearly all devices can access the internet, accessing live TV or streaming services. That you is need absurd. a license. Yes. What? No. You need a license to watch or record any TV programs live or any channel or TV service. It doesn't matter Holy if you receive it over folks, the internet, from a cable, 
or satellite what provider the? or oh, through aerial. No, I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the? You uh, you don't need a TV license to watch videos or clips on demand on YouTube, um, but that's because um, if you go onto YouTube generally, there's lots of different shows that the average public put up. But you do need one if you're going to watch things such as Sky News Live, um, because it isn't just live news or sport which needs a license. It's other programs which are part of a TV channel that is broadcasted or transmitted for everyone to watch at the same time. So that's where they're touching base with YouTube and so, things so like that. So if I'm watching Netflix on my phone, I need to go get, go to, uh, 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 how you say, uh, I need to go get a license? For, to, to, uh, they are suggesting that, Andy. Um, now, a TV license costs, and I covered this on last show, but I got the, the, uh, the sum wrong, so I apologise for people, but... I got the right cost here. So a TV license costs £157.50 a year for a colour TV, £53 for a black and white TV. Now, the income from the license fee means all license payers can enjoy a wider choice of BBC programmes and service on TV, radio and online, including nine national TV channels plus regional TV services, radio stations, 10 pan-UK, six national and 40 local, the BBC website, the BBC iPlayer, the BBC Sounds, including radio and podcasts, the BBC World Service, TV, radio and online, and other apps um, that they support. They state that even though the ways we watch and listen are changing, the fee allows the BBC to remain independent and free from commercial advertising, and that each week 91% of UK adults use BBC services, and over 90% of the licence fee is spent on all the BBC products and services. Now... A little bit more information is, if you are 74 years old and over, you may be entitled to a free TV licence, which I think is disgusting. I think you should get one anyway. If you're that old, you shouldn't have to worry about paying for a TV licence, right? So if you're 75 and over... It's unreal. I can't believe it here. Go ahead. If you're 75 and over and receiving pension credit, you may have a free TV licence, which is paid for by the BBC. Uh, care home residents may qualify for a discounted TV licence fee of just £7.50. That's disgusting, sorry. Resident staff and resident families all need a separate licence for their own living area. Uh, you're entitled to a 50% reduction in your licence if you are blind or visually impaired and can provide evidence of this. The licence also covers anyone who is living with you. Um, some businesses can apply for TV licences to cover a number of accommodation or mobile units for hostels, hotels, mobile units and campsites, um, entertainment units uh, for hospitality areas. Uh, the licence fee will be based on the number of units offered where a TV receiver is installed or used. Now the way they detect it and the penalties. So if you are breaking the law by watching a recorded program or as they're being um, aired, um, whether that's on TV or online, um, this applies to... Hang on, let me, so let me start again. You are breaking the law if you watch or record programs as they're being shown on TV or live on an online TV service or download or watch BBC programmes on iPlayer, live, catch-up or on demand. This applies to any device or provider you use, including a TV, desktop, computer, laptop, mobile phones, tablet, games console, you know, the whole shebang that I mentioned earlier. Uh, you could be prosecuted if they find that you have been watching, recording, downloading programmes illegally. The maximum penalty is a thousand pounds... Uh, <laughs> a thousand pounds... <laughs> Well, any legal costs uh, and or compensation yeah, that you may be ordered to pay. Also, oh, the possibility of jail. They do not make it clear on the official website just how they detect any illegal activity. So I find a source online from a well-known money-saving expert that is often on TV giving advice to people how to save money. So according to his source... And I'm not sure if this is slightly outdated. However, he has said that you first receive letters from TV licensing, which get more serious as time goes on, and you could face a court appearance and enforcement agents visiting your property. They have a database of more than 38 million addresses, which they can use to catch evaders. The agents carry out checks on people they believe do not have a license, but they are not allowed inside your home without permission. However, they can gain a search warrant to give them access 
To catch evaders, they can use high-tech handheld detectors and vans to detect whether someone is watching TV without a license when appropriate. Are we really talking about TV? Yeah, the TV. This is TV. Oh, my God. TV. And the last part, according to the official licensing site, the officers they send are specifically trained to respond appropriately to customers who report a disability when they visit an address or exhibit behavior that could be indicative of a hidden disability. So, in other words, if you're not paying your license and, you know, it's down to a disability or whatever, then you stand half a chance. But so, yeah, (laughs) that is the sum of it, boys. That is the sum of it. I am totally, completely, utterly, undisputably, undeniably, incredibly, uh, yeah, in in total, um, in in in. uh, It's more words, Andy. Come on, give me some more. Yeah, I'm (laughs) not gonna be ludicrous. Ludicrous. All that underlined. I'm totally. Totally. Uh, I just can't believe you need a license to watch a goddamn television set in the UK. That's to me. <laughs> yeah, to do any of those things, even just play a games console is just, you know. I'm like, totally, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm blown away by that. I mean, I've, we've heard a lot of shocking things on the show over the past, you know, long time. But I, to get a license to watch your TV, especially, I got my phone. I put it at BBC. Sorry, you can't do that. Need a license, sir. You're under arrest. You got to pay a thousand bucks. That's crazy. I'm like, yeah. what? Me. Yeah. Say what? Yeah. So, yeah. so Amanda, what does it cost to use your washing machine and dryer? I mean, yeah, do you listen to your laundry? You need to listen to your laundry? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Holy crap! Unbelievable! Actually, I think you should need some sort of license for some um, laundry, but we won't go there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's crazy, right? I mean, I can understand to a certain degree. Um, the, the fact I don't understand. They, I'm sorry, Amanda. I, I agree with you, but I don't think. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't if get you're it. Gonna, if you're not going to have advertisements and you want to rule that out and be the only independent channel that is working for itself um, to fund all these sources, the actors for all the TV shows they provide, the people who um, you know they get paid for doing the news and and all these yeah. other entertainment shows, then I can understand that to a certain degree. You're helping to fund the future. That I agree with, but I, I think it's a bit extreme treating people the way they do um, with the license. When you when you get a job as a broadcaster on BBC, you get paid by BBC, and they get paid by their advertisers. Yes. Right. Okay. Not not, not if Mrs. Jones down the street wants to watch a, a damn TV show on her goddamn iPad, and, uh, and she gets arrested if she does it. I mean, to me. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, Andy. I'm thinking about turning off my my Apple phone now. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm turning off my Apple phone. I don't even have one. Uh, uh, mine is right next to me, boys. I'm just I'm gonna leave it on. I'm a rebel. Just, oh, <laughs> my oh my gosh, you come to black trucks again. Oh my gosh, Amanda. Uh, yeah, watch you those escalades. You watch those escalades, Corn. I'll pull up on your lawn. You know uh, all these restrictions. Do you know what Republicans yeah. are doing here? Speaking of restrictions, it seems. Can we all agree the election's over? Can we all agree that that, that Trump is no longer president and we have a new president, Joe Biden, and and the election is behind us? We agree, right? That's a fact, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now it seems that Republicans in various states, several of them, have learned what I would say is the, the wrong lesson from all of what we've been talking about for so what many everybody's been talking about for 30 months and now is introducing a raft of voting restrictions across the country uh restrictions that um that have been reported by political and other news organizations where democrats picked up two senate seats in georgia right picked up two senate seats there obviously right um in the gop there is they're pushing to change state election laws by proposing limits on who can vote by mail and limiting the use of drop boxes for absentee ballots in arizona which narrowly went for president joe biden this last election Republicans in that state, uh, Senate, have advanced legislation. They're actually moving it out for more yeah, okay. automatic recounts. And just before the 2022 midterms coming up, that's a couple of years, right? Um, North Carolina could implement a new order um, ID law, uh, you know, make it more harder for people to vote. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the chair of the Republican Party in Texas has called on the state's legislature to focus on voting laws as a top priority. Why? Is this, huh. what the heck? Um, I mean, really, you know, um, 
Well, let's. I want to hear. Uh, there's a guy named John Beecham who's a commentator on several news shows. Uh, you, sometimes, you can hear him on Morning Joe and others um, who commented on this recently uh, because I was taken back by it. By all of a sudden, the, the Republicans lost. So what are they doing? Let's change election laws so we don't lose again. Make it harder. For, let's restrict who votes. Because yeah. there's many more Democrats in this country, in the United States, many, many, many more Democrats than there are Republicans, to the point that the last eight presidential elections, if done by popular vote, would have all gone to a Democratic candidate. So, mm-hmm. so hey, the Republicans who are, who, the, you know, do you ever learn? Now, hey, let's go, let's go change election laws. Let's make it harder yeah. for those who fit certain Democratic profiles, certain profiles, which happen to be Democrats for the most part, make it harder for them to vote. If we make it harder for them to vote, they won't, and then Republicans win by default. Here's John Beecham. This is all about power over principle. And I don't want to sound overly grand or homiletic at, at this hour, but it's that fundamental. Uh, basically, we didn't have a as full and free an election uh, in the way we would think of it in this country until 1968. Think about that for a second. So 52 years ago, when the Voting Rights Act kicked in, and in my native region, uh, apartheid at the ballot box fell. Uh, It hasn't fallen totally, but it was because of uh, the amazing work of the nonviolent protesters, the lawyers who fought so hard, uh, the great chain of reformers going back into the uh, 18th century and forward, created the first, for the first time, a democratic republic, lowercase d, lowercase r. What the Republicans, uh, or whoever's pursuing these, uh, these measures are trying to do is pull that back. And it's not based on some new Burkean understanding. Uh, they haven't reread John Locke. They haven't rediscovered Jacksonian democracy. They haven't thought this out. This is simply about power because they know that in national elections and, uh, and in some states, they're not going to win in the America of the middle 21st century unless they rig the rules. And that's a pretty, if you're a political party, which as, as uh, I don't know why I have Edmund Burke on the, on the brain this morning, but Burke said a party should be, is, is an organization of men in, in the 18th century term, an organization devoted to a certain policy action and they work in concert. That's fine. Partisanship is fine. That, that's inherent to, to who we are. It's when it becomes reflexive and in this case, limiting and exclusionary. So I think everybody, uh, no matter which side you're on here, should be close to horrified by this attempt to build walls around the ballot box. And we know that it is a deep, consuming fear because all you have to do is pull apart the rhetoric, the language, the now uh, self-fulfilling drama on the right about this lie that Donald Trump won because of some drop boxes in some state where none of these folks have ever been uh, when they're talking about it. So it, this is not partisan. Uh, it, it's simply a clinical way of looking at these facts. The 2020 election, uh, Joe Biden in modern political terms won a thoroughly respectable margin uh, given our polarization. Instead of confronting what that says about their party, their platform, their uh, identity within this uh, complicated country, Republicans, many of them, first tried to overturn the election, and now they want to change the rules of election, turn them. Very well put. Wow. Wow. And that's yeah. happening. That's that's just as I was saying. That that is it in a nutshell. Um, what and you know we'll be following up on on these proceedings, if you want to call them that, and and how this moves forward. And I don't think it, it's going to live a long life at all. I think uh, we will not stand for it as a population. You know, mm. it's uh, yeah. we should be encouraging people to vote, not discouraging people to vote. But as um, as Tom Beekson yeah. said, the the you know if I'm a political party. Um, and um, I'm, I'm losing, and, and um, you know, people are not 
respecting my platform, my views, my opinions, and the way I go about um, what I do, such as Donald Trump has done the last four years, then um, you don't like it, then um, – well, heck, I'm not going to I'm not going to modify or or, or or be inquisitive and and analyze and and see what why is my message what I think is appropriate, which I do think people should be conscious of and hear and listen at least give it some respect and and let's have an open debate about my viewpoints. Um, let's not do that. Let's let's just uh, let's put walls uh, around those ballot boxes, as John said, especially if Mexico pays for them. No, let's. Um, Let's yeah. put walls around those uh, ballot boxes and prevent uh, people with opposing views and opinions um, or make it harder for them to vote. And then mm-hmm. I'll win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, man. I don't, know what, I don't know what the world coming to now. Yep. Like I know, I know. It's like, to be honest, the people here with voting, um, I think a lot of people eventually were getting put off more and more with voting for government because, you know, we were being let down time and time again, especially the, the little guy. You know, um, it seemed that the, the the more well-off were becoming more well-off and the lower class were becoming more poor. And uh, then we had the whole Brexit thing and that shook everybody up. Everybody was like, oh, no, 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 I've got to vote for this. I've got to vote for this, you know. And um, since then, you know, the COVID thing as well, I think it's, it's stirred so much in the pot, in people's hearts and, and, and minds and whatever. And um, now people are fighting back for change. Yeah. Because of all these, these situations and scenarios that are challenging everyone. Um, so that kind of political play in America just... It, in a way, it doesn't surprise me, especially if it comes from somebody like Trump, I hate to say... But um, it seems to be the way things are going that these situations are arising and making more people want to take a stand for their rights and their welfare and all the rest. All that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. I agree. Hey, I want to um, um, talk – I'm going to take a moment here and do a spotlight on a business that Cornell reminded me uh, earlier today to talk about. Um, a company, a California-based company uh, mm-hmm. by the name of Jade Wave, J-A-D-E, separate word, W-A-V-E. Um, it's a um, great uh, emerging growth company that's committed to transforming the way consumers integrate sustainability into their day-to-day routines and their lives. Uh, the company's goal is to ultimately eliminate the use of single-use plastics in the home by creating a culture of buy it, use it, use it again, as opposed to buy it use it and dispose of it, right? Um, You're offering a one-stop shop for uh, eco-friendly alternatives to everyday home goods. Every things we use around the house every day from containers to straws to paper, you know, to, you know, things that are made of plastic. Basically there's there's alternatives to plastic because plastic, plastic is not recyclable. Plastic just sits and grows. um, So every, every purchase has a purpose aside just from using it. Um, So, um, you know, their motto is shop sustainably, shop Jade Wave, and uh, we're going to do a spotlight on that business and watch this company take off and grow, uh, California-based, and they're right on target, I think, and we'll be, uh, we'll be talking about that company and doing some interviews um, uh, as, as we move on here. I just want to bring that up, and their website is jade-wave.com. It's www.jade-wave.com. Look them up. Anyway. Yeah, it is, and we'll be we'll be following up on on that and how they progress and uh, watch watch that company take off. Um, Absolutely, Cornelia Cornelius virus. Uh, Cornelia, Cornelia, oh, where you been so long? Cornelia, Cornelia, where you been so long? I've been on the oh. show <laughs> every day, all day. I've been in the media everywhere. <laughs> I've been working. Yeah, you've been a busy man. Uh, well, we 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 greatly broke a hundred million cases. By only a quarter million, you know. So we're 100,254,184 cases, almost up to the minute, um, in the world. 100,254,184. Wow. How many people have died around the world? 2,148,433 people have died directly due to coronavirus. And 72,250,539 folks have been affected and have recovered but we broke the 100 million mark by a quarter million 
So let's, wow. Uh, wow, wow. In the USA, yeah. um, there's 25,848,000 cases. In the UK, there's 3,669,000,000 cases, as some change. Um, mm-hmm. In the last 24 hours, uh, almost 1,800 people, just under 1,800 people died in the USA, and 592 people died in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, yesterday, a couple of days ago, it was 3,428 people died. A couple of days before that, over 4,000, 4,500 people died in the US alone in one day. And um, started to taper a little bit. There, there are some uh, ICU beds. I don't encourage anybody to take them, but there are some ICU beds available yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Go to hotels.com. <laughs> Make a reservation. <laughs> right. I couldn't in resist. I don't want anybody checking in any of those hotels, all right? Nobody. Nobody. Stay safe. Stay yeah. strong. Wear a mask, okay? Be, be, be good. Do what you're supposed to do. Listen, listen to the science. Yeah, um, use yeah. the blue light. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, I got some. I got a couple of cans of Clorox here. If anybody wants to try it, and, uh, and a black oh, no, light, no, I think. No, yeah. yeah, right. Um, talking of hotels, sweetheart. In a news today with the, the COVID, first uh, a mm-hmm. couple of things. So they talk of um, Moderna's vaccine, suggesting that so far from early lab testing, it's able to recognise and fight the two variants found here in the UK and the South African variant. Um, and more tested is still needed to be done before this can be confirmed as 100% accurate. And the thing that just triggered what you just said, um, our government is currently proposing to acquire a quarantine hotel so that any UK nationals who are returning from like high-risk countries can be bused to the hotel where they will isolate for a certain number of days and having a couple of COVID tests during their stay. And it's suspected that those people would need to pay for the hotel themselves, fortunately, with certain fees possibly waived where applicable and uh, exemptions in certain different difficult to pay circumstances but Scotland are taking this proposal into consideration also and there is hope that all four nations will consider this currently there are other countries that already have such procedures in place in Australia and New Zealand and Boris Johnson said that the UK already had one of the tightest regimes in the world however government wants to protect the country from infections from abroad so all of this is going to be discussed tomorrow I believe so we shall see what happens so you're telling me that not only not only is the UK require licenses to watch TV, but now they're yeah. going to the hotel business. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Anything about room service, menus, entertainment, lobby oh, bar. No, that's oh, something. So they're going to take over a chain of hotels, and, and uh, if you want to, you know, is that the sort of it? They're taking over a chain of hotels, and they're uh, going I can to. I only assume um, so at this point. I mean, it's it's just being proposed, so it's going to be discussed tomorrow. Shall we? They should probably release more information on that tomorrow. Um, well, I, I, I commend hmm. them on on one in, in certain aspects, and think you know. I mean, I know, I understand it. I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Are these? Yeah, it's, we control all these other. I guess variants coming in because of how many we've had here and being and how quickly it's spread around and um, accelerated. So I, I understand it. I mean, it seems a bit like a, a prison kind of thing. Oh, you've just come yeah. back into the country. Yeah. You can't go home to isolate. Yeah. You've got to go to a hotel. But I guess that keeps everybody in an isolated area and stops the spread between that journey from getting off that plane to getting home. Um, mm-hmm. I can see the sense in it, but you know, I, mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I, you know, they're they're being proactive, and and I get it. And and we're going to start. I don't know if we're going to go doing hotels here, but we're we're definitely taking aggressive action to curb the rate of growth of the infections of the coronavirus here in the United States, thanks to the yeah. administration. Um, Andy, how's California doing? Yeah, not bad. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> he caught me off guard with that one. I'm like, huh? A little, little bit of gas this morning. Oh I'm doing pretty good, yeah. I think. How yeah. is California doing with the COVID? I think what you just said is very important. Very important. Yeah. With the, California and the COVID, um, we're down. We're, we're starting to see, we're starting to see a a reduction in, um, you know, in hospital admissions. In California, the total cases of the whole state is 3,193,350, which is incredible. And and new cases in California, uh, that's within the last 24 hours, 16,691, 
which is down from the day before. Okay, and this is why I'm a little optimistic, all right? And that's, that's what I'm feeling, you know. Um, the day before, which was what? Um, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, 25 million, uh, 25 million, 25,042 new cases. And today, the last 24 hours, 16,691. The total wow. deaths in California, people who've died in my home state here, is 37 million. 483. Wow. Uh, no, <laughs> that's not right. Wow. No, I said that wrong. Excuse me. <laughs> it's 30 <laughs> I'm just sweating here again. That's <laughs> 37 million people dying. Sweat. I'm the last, I'm the last man sweat. standing. I'm yeah. the last man standing. They've all died. 37 million of them. <laughs> I'm the only one Okay, left. Andy, I'm definitely not visiting you. <laughs> you know, that point, that point when I said, wow, it was like, wait, did he just really say that? <laughs> 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 it took a moment to register. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> 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 Andy, you're the last one standing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I commend you, Andy. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> No, in California, in California, um, total deaths is, is 37,483. And in the last 24 hours, 366 people died. Oh, wow. And in, um, let's see, in Pennsylvania, I say California, there's been total deaths have been 37,000. In Pennsylvania, uh, which is in the neighborhood of, of Cornell, uh, 20,000. So 17,000 more people in California died than, than, than Pennsylvania. I mean, these numbers are st- mm-hmm. her- horrific. I don't care. You know, one person dying, yes. this is too many. You know, and we're talking yeah. many, many thousands. New Hampshire, 990 people. Alaska, 257 people. Wyoming, 571. Maine, four, I'm just going to the three-digit numbers. I, I have to yeah. search long and hard to find them. Yeah. Hawaii, 342. Vermont, 171. Um, even Puerto Rico, we're back into, you know, four digits, 1,778. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Guam, 129. Virgin Islands, 24 people. Northern Marina Islands, two people died there. Really? And that's too, too many. Yeah. Nobody in yeah. American Samoa died yet, has died, period. And American military has claimed 230 deaths. Um, veterans, 8,546 people died. In federal prisons, 209 people died. In the Navajo Nation, 973 people uh, died uh, and the Grand Princess ship cruise ship seven people died wow and, um, okay. yeah yeah wow. um, so I mean oh, it, these, these numbers are no matter you know they're horrific I yeah. mean you have to search long and hard to get I mean no number as I said earlier is, is acceptable not one yeah. and no, especially we, we especially since the, the, the former president again we said so many times um he knew about this uh, one year ago, just about, and um, I didn't do anything about it. You know, said you know shortly after mm-hmm. his finding out, over a month after his finding out, he gets uh, on the TV and says uh, uh, it's under control. There's only 15 cases, and it'll magically disappear. And you read these yeah. numbers. You read these numbers, and we could have done something about it. Other countries did. And why are the numbers so much better than ours? It's just—it's just absolutely despicable. It's—it's. It's, I don't yeah. get it either. Our technology yeah. should be better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the president should have been better. That's technology. The president. Uh, n- nobody. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's prepared for this. N- nobody yeah. has the technology to do anything about this. The yeah. the the medical, the pharmaceutical technologies were in the works already from yeah. the spike protein that was discovered 17 years ago. So okay. so the research and development to fight the protein that the coronavirus is is predicated upon. Um, was already in the works. The spike protein was founded, you know, 17 years ago, almost 18 years ago, actually. So, so, and that's why we're able to, to develop a vaccine so quickly within just under a year's time. You know, that's made me wonder, boys, about that. If, if, if it popped up, okay, 17 years ago, this spike protein, mm-hmm. I wonder if they've got the data that shows it, it increasing over time to a point where they kind of suspected this was coming. Um, here's my take on that. Um, hmm. the, the viral protein, um, which has a, you know, a, a tentacle 
name, which nobody will remember if I say it. Um, but it's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, the 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 protein itself, uh, which is the SARS-CoV-2 virus, has corresponding diseases related to it. COVID-19 is the one sweeping the globe, obviously causing yeah, you know, many many yeah. deaths. Um, and in order to fight it, scientists and physicians had to, and, and, ph- and pharmacologists, um, had to learn it. And what we know so far is that the viral genome, this is genetic material encapsulated by fat, but all microscopic though. It's not like, a, you know, obviously you can't see it. But the viral genome, it, it actually encodes several proteins, including the spike protein. Yeah. Um, so the um, it's it's a, it's always been for a long time of of pharmaceutical interest, and to help yeah. doctors and scientists around the the fight for it, um, there's been multiple SARS-CoV-2 antigens expressed uh, using human cells and bacterial cells, and. Right. Um, and I studied this and, uh, and I learned kind of how it works and what it does. And, and it's, yeah. it's very, very complicated. And I don't want to go on giving a dissertation here and get into words that I can't even pronounce myself. And expect you to not only know them, but to remember them. So it doesn't make a difference. Uh, what, we need, what we do need to know, what we yeah. do need to know, what we do need to know is. Like spelling is that, Czechoslovakia. Like Czech, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's the, the biological makeup of, of the virus is, is, you know, complex. And um, the vaccines, it doesn't, you know, regardless of who developed the vaccine, whether it be uh, Moderna or, or Johnson Johnson or Pfizer, whoever it might be, um, the basis upon what that vaccine does or how it actually becomes effective is one that has never, ever been introduced into the human po- uh, population ever. Yeah. And there were shortfalls on how a vaccine such as this would normally be implemented into into our everyday lives because yeah. uh, not only did they do the initial trials, and in this case there were over thirty thousand people that volunteered for the trial, but there'd be there'd be continued investigations. There'd be investigations of side effects. There'd be FDA hearings and FDA investigations and so forth. All the FDA investigations were. Um, were sidelined, and uh, what's called an emergency use use authorization was put forth that enables this to go directly from the pharmaceutical labs through their testing into the human population. And, right. uh, and we may have learned something uh, by this because, yeah, because hey, you know what? Uh, and we always we we'll often wonder, and we've heard this before, and I don't know any specifics, uh, but we've heard about you know, pharmaceuticals and remedies for various diseases and ailments becoming available so much faster in other countries than we have in here in the United States, even our neighbor to the north in Canada, you know, and, and a lot of many pharmaceuticals being not only implemented and distributed, but also be made available at, at 10 times less in price than what they're available here for in the United States. And yeah. this has been, you know, Bernie Sanders has talked about this at length, at length. He's, he's addressed this time and time again. Um, you know, why do we have people leaving the United States to Canada for, for a pharmaceutical treatment of an ailment um, or getting pharmaceuticals up there and bringing them back here? Um, because they're 10 times less expensive for the same exact, exact pharmaceutical, same exact drug, if you'll you know, call it that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, it's certainly interesting. And maybe yeah. what we're seeing now, because of the distribution, and I'm just hypothesizing, just because of the way that the various vaccines are being distributed and utilized in the United States without the FDA protocols, that maybe we're learning something by this. Maybe we're saying, hey, you know, here's, you know, I'll put it, I'll put it this way. Uh, you know, I owned a, uh, I'm a big avid sailor. You know, sailing has been my whole life next to guitar. I'm, I'm not sure which one I'm more passionate about. Maybe I think sailing might even win out. But anyway, no, uh, I owned a yacht dealership. I, I sold, uh, I've got whole navies out there. I've, I've hired people and owned yacht dealerships that have delivered, if not me, one of my uh, colleagues or, or, or yacht brokers that worked under me um, have delivered, you know, just many, many boats. We have navies out there. And, and when a client would come up to me, and asked me about a particular manufacturer in a boat. Is this seaworthy? Can I take this out in the ocean? Can I? And, I, and I, my response would be, they've been in business and delivered thousands and thousands of boats since 1964. 
If they yes. built boats that sunk, how long do you think they'd be in existence for? Hey, I'm buying yes. that boat. They, they built one that sank last week. I can't, can't, can't wait to buy one. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> yeah. it, it's a business, right? People would ask yes. me when I was a pilot about airplanes. Is, is Boeing uh, safe to fly? Do you know me Boeing 737, 727, 707, 747s, 767, 777? I go on and on, uh, on and on. If Boeing built airplanes that fell out of the sky, would airlines be buying them? Right. Uh, so absolutely. when you look at it as a business and maybe I'm being a little capitalistic here and if I am, that's OK. Um, <laughs> that maybe a business cannot stay in business if they build a product that fails. Yeah, this right? is very true. So yeah. consumer true. acceptance of a product, the best test there is. I don't care what the FDA says. If consumers mm. are using it, there's been no side effects. Nobody is getting sick. No sick. Nobody's dropping dead. Everybody's yeah. OK and their ailments are gone. And guess what? DA testing. Because yeah. the business, Pfizer wouldn't exist if Pfizer built pharmaceuticals that didn't, that they, that they claim did things and it didn't, nobody would buy it anymore. And Pfizer would yeah. be out of business. Right? Yeah. So from a pure yeah. capitalistic standpoint, maybe we're onto something here. Yes. Yeah. It makes sense, Andy. That's a great way I to look at it. I don't make more sense about many things, but this is one thing I might be onto. <laughs> I can reassure you it does. Right, Cornell? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, bless him. It's all right, I'll tell you. Yeah, you know. You know. Well, currently, oh, no. Darling, don't be like that. You're absolutely yeah. fine. There's um, currently 6.6 6 million people, I believe, so far that have received the jab, myself included. You get you, you get vaccinated? No, I received the jab just last night from my mother when answering back to her. So you know it was Wait, quite hard. You, you received a <laughs> job? She gave you a, a job? job? A job? You got empl- you're employed. <laughs> Who hired you? Wait, you spoke back to your mother and you got a job. I gotta try that. Me too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I have, I have been vaccinated <laughs> yet, darling. No, no. No, so I, I missed that. So you hear when we talk about getting jabbed, we're talking about getting uh, injected. What what we what what do you mean a jab? What's a jab? A jab, a jab? It, it's it's just a, a a term for you know how many injections they give you a jab in the arm. It's uh, um, so you did get an injection. No, I didn't. I was I was, I was making a joke about it. You got one, but you didn't. You know, if somebody if somebody <laughs> hits you in the arm or pokes a finger at you or something like that, gotcha. you know, they think it's classed as a jab. So yeah, I hear you. See, I we learned you. something. We learned something in the states. Yeah, we did. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. So wait, you talk back wait, I want to hear more about this. You talked back to your mother yesterday? <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, our mothers get overprotective and stuff, you know. I got, Can I, I got talk to her? She, if she if she's there? Can I talk to her? Uh she's not here at the moment. No, she's actually sleeping. We'll go wake her. Tell her I, I want to talk to her. Tell her I want to talk to her. I'll go jabber. Hey, hey. What bloody person want to talk at me at 2 a.m. in the morning? I want to talk to her. I don't care. It's not my fault 2 a.m. there. I didn't order that. (laughs) It's the clock's fault. The clock's not my fault. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Whose fault is it? Maybe that's a question you should ask China. Maybe we should. You know, they're very uh, knowledgeable people, China, aren't they? Everybody seems to want to ask them questions. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I want to talk yeah. to her. Tell your mom I want to talk to her about this sometime when she when she's uh, able to come on yeah. the show. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. that, would be, that would be awesome. Oh, I, you know, I don't think I would ever be able to get her on here. She's she's um, she's quite shy, bless her. She 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 wouldn't do it. My my mom's been uh, dying to get on our show. Oh really? I'm afraid she might embarrass me. <laughs> no. I would she love more, that, Andy. Oh, she knows more funny. about me than my wife. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I hope so. She was changing your pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling my wife if we were on the Newlywood game, we'd lose the first round. Oh. Yeah. I think you better step up your game, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Get to know oh, this yeah. woman. <laughs> You've been married hey, to her. Hey, Andy, we, we have to have your mom, mom on the show. Yes. You, you think? 
<laughs> and he said, I know so. Oh, you know so. Oh, you know, oh, speaking I'm of which, I've got, a whole bunch, I've got a whole bunch of winners I've got to announce here. Oh. No, let's go. Oh, okay, shoot. <laughs> Lucky lady in the seventh to win. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what Andy's talking about, but I'm going with the flow. I know. I'm game. I'm game at this point, right, Connell? I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> yeah. I like who the hell is Lucky Lee? The AVN Awards were this past weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking. All right, let me close the door upstairs real quick. <laughs> I might be, not be too lucky Lee. No, just <laughs> The uh, the uh, no the AVN awards. Um, yeah, we were supposed to be there, and we would have been uh, broadcasting live this last weekend. Um, or you know they had the like the Science Academy Awards, a big deal, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So um, they had the you know it was 20, I think it was twenty some odd uh, 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 categories that. Um, you know, we're decided upon this past this past weekend. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I got we have how much time do we have. We have to wait till next show to go into that. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna have time to, to discuss each category because I want to get into it. You don't have to wait till next show. That might even <laughs> I, what I'm actually it might actually wait till Friday because what I'm what I'm doing I want to talk about this the AVN awards and and you know it, it, this the the adult video business and the oh also there was a winner by the way for adult video music we keep kind of kidding around I think it was um, Uncle Ike back then way back who, who who we talked about the AVN and he thought it was the adult video music awards we were talking about and it yeah. was adult video news work but anyway remember that it's pretty funny actually I do it was yeah funny. and. Um, so ever since then, we've been talking about, you know, the adult video music. I mean, can you imagine such an award? T- today, live from Hollywood, it's the Adult Video Music Awards. Bah, you know, with your host, you know, whoever. <laughs> um, uh, so, <laughs> for best whatever, you know. Uh, but anyway, there was uh, an award for the best adult video music. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, but it exists, and it was given, and we'll um, – but what I want to try to do – uh, is between now let's let's pick this up on Friday, folks. Come back on Friday's show and we'll talk about it because um, I'm going to try to orchestrate some interviews. That'd um, be great. And and, and the reason why it, you know AVN exists, it's a multi-billion and get that with a capital B. The the pornography business, the, the legal pornography business. I'm I'm not talking about you know you know child trafficking and, and yeah. some other stories that we all heard about and the Epstein and so forth. The legal legitimate pornography industry, which is a legitimate industry. It, r- it truly is. Um, uh, Cornell and I will vouch for it. Um, the, yes. uh, <laughs> I, I know Miss Open Legs herself. And I, I couldn't believe when I saw our names as, as one of the... Oh, we got to talk about Friday, man. We came up in, in the... I'll talk about anyway, oh, really? um, it's a multi-billion dollar business. We're going to talk about it on Friday's show, but we'll be back with you folks on Wednesday. I can't believe how fast this hour has flown by, and, and we're not even halfway done the news of what I want to talk to about. So I guess everybody's got to come back and visit with us and spend some more time with us here on the Andy and Amanda Show on Wednesday. It's been a delightful hour. Uh, Amanda, yeah. why don't you take us home? Okay, my darlings. Okay, so from Andy Kimball in California, from what, Cornell what, what, what Butler in Delaware. What, what, what part of California? What part of California? Oh, you tell me. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Okay, let's do it again, then, shall we? Go ahead, okay, do so it again. Andy Kimball in Hollywood and yeah, Cornell Butler well in Delaware. I like that. I like it. Do it one yeah? more time. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was good. I better, okay, okay, okay. And yeah. from Cornell Butler in Delaware, for he's, he's there three times. Him himself, and, and, you know. <laughs> and myself, I'm out love in the UK. Uh, have a blessed night. Thank you for listening. Uh, be safe and keep smiling. And uh, tune in for our next show and have some fun. And we'll speak soon. Folks, take care. Have a good night. We'll see you on Wednesday on the Andy and Amanda show. Take care, folks. Bye, everyone. So that they pre over. <laughs> 